Hey, this is George from Disciples of Verity, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I had to take over, hit and record because Chris was forgetting all the time and we were missing every freaking interview. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> see, it's like you guys were in a metal band. <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody's got to forget something or it's not metal. Right. <laughs> Chris, you want to leave? my snare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See if I can turn this up a little bit. Got some classical music playing in the background for the cats. Nice. Oh, nice. Alexa, stop. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yes. <laughs> Alexa's so obedient. <laughs> yeah, she is. You know. yeah. Anyway. It's the only woman you're gonna get that kind of response out of. You know? <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so how are you doing, man? You doing all right? Uh, all right, yeah, I'm just getting some dirty looks over there for me. There's going to be shit flying across the room at you here in a second. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> anyway. Chris, you, you want to take the lead? No, go ahead, Bruce. So uh, this is your, uh, I guess, the continuation of Disciples of Verity. You had some stuff out just before the pandemic, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we we released some singles. We really never released a full record yet. Right. Um, I wouldn't say before the pandemic, although, yes, I guess there was one single that was done before the pandemic. I believe that was worthy. And uh, let's let's just uh, clarify what's before the pandemic. You yeah, know? I guess. I guess 2019. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think we released one. Oh God, I can't even remember. I feel like, you know, as everybody that, you know, we lost an entire year here. So it's, uh, you know, timelines are, are, are a little rough the past year and a half, you know, nice. but um, I want to say it was like November-ish, I think, of 19. We released Worthy. Um, that one featured Jeff Loomis on guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was before that. And then now we've released, what, five other singles across right. the I mean, we do have plans on releasing a full record. Um, I think either sometime in Jan- uh, December or January, first week of January. I don't think oh, any okay. week later than the first week of January. And you know what? We put two new tracks on it. So it's kind of like a re-release or a, you know, uh, let's say a bonus release. You know, we did have like a CD release party for like hard copies and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is eight tracks on it. So, I mean, people who came to the live shows... Look, you know, let's face it, guys. I mean, everything's been so screwed up, you know. Um, you want to release music. You want to give it to everybody, you know. Uh, unfortunately, we came out in a time with, with, you know, with all these, you know, travesties going on, you know, civil unrest and and pandemic and, and uh, you know, the presidency. And, like, you know, <laughs> let's not fucking lie. It's a shit show, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. So um, that being said, you know, it's really huff, tough to get anybody to pay attention to music. Nobody's paying attention to music. Right. You know? I mean, you want to look at your news feed, but it ain't for music. I could tell you that. Yeah. You want know, uh, to you want to look at uh, the headlines and all the videos. But, you know, nobody's, you know, looking at music or listening to that. So real shit time for us to be coming out. Um, it seems to be the story of my life. But, you know, I guess I'll <laughs> <like that. laughs> 
So how did how did you guys end up coming together as a band? Well, you know what? Uh, so, you know, the, I, I'm I'm the catalyst for it all. Uh, on uh, you know, those guys will curse me out and say it's my <laughs> fault, <laughs> but you know, they do love it. Um, I think so. Um, you know, I, I started writing some music. Uh, you know, I had. I had really nothing planned for a band wise. I was just kind of doing it on my own at this point. You know what I mean? Um, being a disgruntled band member and, and a few other bands. Um, so I, uh, I put some music together and Corey and I were in, in uh, Nam in January. Uh, so the reason why I state what month it would be in Nam is because it was snowed out over here. We got stuck in an Airbnb for, you know, quite a few days after our flights were originally supposed to be scheduled. Uh, So, you know, we got to spend some quality time to um, take this endeavor on. At first, it was just supposed to be one song, you know. I was like, hey, Corey, would you mind singing on one song? And he, uh, he was like, hell yeah. He loved it. And so he just kept coming back, man. I don't know why he kept coming back, but I (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> music for he just kept coming back so uh you know we turned it into a record and then it was like hey you know what let's turn this into a band and then you know uh you know we started recruiting some players early on when some stuff was being uh written you know and uh cory pierce of god forbid was one of them um i had worked with him on um a previous record with my other band negative sky which he was a co-producer on so um you know, naturally, I, I, I uh, him and I, you know, hit it off as, as the rhythm section there, you know, um, me working with him in the studio and, 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 you know, it just was a natural progression, you know, that uh, him and I did it. And right. then he came in and started writing some songs with me and, you know, helped me out, you know, uh, arrange some things. And, uh, you know, it's just taken off after there, after that, you know, and now with uh I guess it's a viable band at this point. So we're going to continue on continuing on. You know, one thing that I find super cool is that the music has almost no, like, um, I don't know how to say this. It doesn't feel like it's made by people that used to play music in the eighties. It feels like it's made by people that are like 18, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Do Do you know what I mean by that? Sure. I mean, uh, look, it w- it's definitely done on purpose, right? Yeah. Uh, I think I gravitate more towards a lot of newer music. You know, as a songwriter, I wrote, you know, a great portion of this music, probably 90% of it, I would say. So um, I gravitate towards a lot of newer bands, you know, and I wanted to put something together that, you know, because I feel like there's some things lacking in some newer bands, you know, with this type of music. Um, you know, it's, it's in a extended range, seven string drop G sharp, uh, which is, you know, you'll hear a lot of extended range guitars these days, obviously. Um, so, I mean, I felt like, um, there's a lot of things lacking in some singers and, and musicality today. And that's, you know, and I don't want to say this to sound like a jerk because, you know, everybody has talent in what they're doing in that specific way, but, you know, like a lot of the, uh, it's more geared towards, and this was my view and my view only, and my opinion and my opinion only, obviously. Um, so my intention was to write more of a deathcore sounding music, you know, and put a singer over it that sings and doesn't scream, but 
maybe things, uh, you know, completely different than that genre, you know? So um, I wanted to put a puzzle together uh, per se um, to be different, um, but have some of those same, um, you know, musicality uh, aspects that they bring into like say a death core or like, you know, like bands like Mashuga and Mm -hmm. bands like, um, you know, I don't know, uh, fit for a King, uh, you know, uh, fit for an autopsy. We'll just put all the fits in there. Right. (laughs) Even a little bit of white chapel, maybe, maybe some white chapel in there too. Yes. Correct. So I wanted to put that type of music or that kind of musicality where, it, you know, it is a little genty. It is, uh, you know, time signatures are different and stuff like that. And I wanted to make it interesting musically in that aspect with that, you know, deeper tone. And, you know, I just pictured Corey fitting over this. Right. Like, yeah. so, so well. And and he has, you know. And then you bring. And, you know, right. Which and then, yeah. talent would. But then you bring Corey Pearson, who's an old friend of mine. And he's he was actually one of the first ones did my cooking show 11 years ago or something. But oh, wow. um, you bring him in from God forbid, and he brings uh, a certain standard of drumming as well to the table. And it makes it something quite special. Absolutely. The guy's like, uh, you know, he's just, he's like a walking um, metronome, you know, and I mean, his timing is impeccable. And uh, he's got some, uh, you know it's kind of brings a little bit of that thrash style and that, yeah. you know, God forbid thrash style to it, which, uh, <clears throat> you know, all aspects, you know, I don't come from that background either of thrash. Um, so I feel like all three together really, um, lend well to one another, you know, in a, in a, you know, maybe a style of tone, which I, you know, again, I'm not a critic, so right. I'm not going to tell you what I- style I think it definitely separates it from everything else for sure because of that. My, my complete intention, yeah. you know, but whether it translates that way, it's, it's not really up to me. You know, I don't right. want to say, I don't want to put labels on things because, you know, I think once, once you start doing that, you know, um, you may pigeonhole yourself into something. And I hate putting, you know, when they ask me, you know, well, what's your music like? Or, you know, what is, what is your band? What do you think you guys sound like? It's like uh, I really don't know. That's not up to me. It's up to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we sound like heavy metal <laughs> with killer musicians. <laughs> it's right. a metal, hard rock, metal style, gen, you know, you can say whatever you want about it. You know, um, I, I, I wanted to make sure that we had solos in there and, and talented solos. And, you know, we got some talented players on the record. You know, um, it's got Phil Demo from Machine Head, or you know, Violence now and X Machine Head, and uh, we got Tara McLeod from from Kitty X Kitty, and um, you know, Morgan Rose plays a track on there from from Seven Dust, and um, you know, Joe Guerreri, uh, who's like a solo guy from Ernie Ball, you know, um, and my old guitar player JJ, who plays on it from Negative Sky, um, all complete you know, awesome players. And then, you know, Zach, uh, our guitar player, Zach Morano now here, uh, he's a super talented guy too. So, um, this, you know, I wanted to keep that aspect too, because I feel like, you know, some of those, genre, you know, people too, they, they like, you know, to me, solos are, are, are a very important part of, of a song. You know? I agree. Um, 
you know, it not only shows talent, but, you know, the musicality and the break and, you know, bringing you to a bridge that brings you to a, a separate place. You know, if I'm yeah. going off, uh, off subject here, let me know. But, no, uh, no. Go ahead, Bruce. I was going to say, I agree with you on the solo thing. And I missed that from, you know, the 80s or my era, whatever. And I missed that. But also, I think it got to the point where it was almost like instrumental masturbation, where it got too long. Right. So you have to figure out a spot that is right. You don't, don't want to hear somebody showing off their Berkeley skills all day long in one song. A hundred percent. I mean, I uh, I feel like some bands do that. And I won't name bands because no, no, no. You know, get mad at me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, bands do that. I mean, sometimes I find myself, Bruce. Uh, I find myself writing a five and to six minute song, and then I sit back and I go, you know what? I gotta just trim the fat down. This is just way too long. You know, right. but even. I don't want to say, you know, okay, I got to, you know, stick to the Billy Joel. Let's cut it down to 305, you know, but, um, and I don't, you know, uh, so, but I do try to, to, uh, cut fat, you know what I mean? We're too long because, you know, people get bored, man. You know, <laughs> somebody like a minute and a half. Yeah. What was, yeah. That? What was that? O-Town road that became super gold what was that a minute and 35 seconds or something yeah. like that. I remember seeing Napalm Death on 70,000 Tons of Metal and he was like we're going to play our longest song and it was like five seconds long (laughs) (laughs) nice man those guys were hilarious Um, you know who was good for that was what was that Uh, S.O.D. or M.O.D. oh yeah yep yep yeah so I have a question you guys are all such skilled musicians like you're tenured you're you've all toured, you've all like, you know what you're doing. So when you're prepping for a show, how much time goes into rehearsal together, as opposed to just preparing for the show at home? Ooh. Now this is a trick question here, because if I answer it wrong, it could sound wrong. Oh, you see, if I tell you, we don't really rehearse, then we'd sound like we're lazy. No, but, I don't no, think no. so. Us, and it sounds like we're not too good. No, I think it sounds like you've got you've achieved a certain level of <laughs> skill, right, and experience. Oh yeah, true. Um, see, I want to say everything's different. Like, um, you know, the band. I would, uh, I would say we try to get a, together a little bit more. You know, I mean, uh, we just played a couple dates, and you know, let's say, you know, most important is 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 that you. I want to say that we're off from the school now of days because we do have um, travel between us. You know, we're not all close to one another. You yeah. know, we're not all in 20 minutes or, you know, but to the same high school and we could go to the local thing. So, you know, Corey's got to drive two hours. You know, the other Corey's probably an hour and a half away. You know, he's got to take a couple trains and, you know, Mark is way down South Jersey. He's an hour away from me. You know what I'm saying? So we're yeah. all, you know, probably an hour and a half to two hours away from getting together. Um, So that being said, I think we're all of the school at this point that practices for home and rehearsal is for when you're doing something. Yes. So if you have to rehearse, that means you're going to have a show or a string of shows or a tour coming up. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to say that we don't rehearse three days a week, but we may do five rehearsals before a show or three rehearsals before a show at yeah. least 
you know, before the show. And then, you know, once you get that first one under your belt in a tour, you know, that, you know, you're working out the bugs, you know, by the third one, you got it all handled, you know, I would say. Well, that that, that was kind of my question because, um, like I know a lot of bands, they, they were like, why would we rehearse? I already know the song. We just show up and play the song. Correct. Some people, right. some people do that. I mean, my old band, Negative Sky, or I don't want to say my old band because I still play with those guys once in a while. Um, we don't rehearse at all. Yeah. You know, if you, we if just, you know the material, why do you have to rehearse? You don't. You, you, you Well, re, like I said, rehearsal is for a show. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you know, and you may have want to put different aspects into a show than you did on the last show or the last tour. You know, we're going to add some, you know, whatever, some segues here and there, you know what I mean? Our set list is going to be this. We're going to play this one back to back. We're going to put a segue in here. We're going to say these certain things and do these certain things, whatever. So that's rehearsal. You should practice at home and you should have your material completely practiced at home. By the time you come to rehearsal, you should know it. Be balls on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, there's bigger issues, right? Yeah, there certainly <laughs> right. is. <laughs> what am I supposed to play here again? We play in two hours. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't ask me. <laughs> if you ask me, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> oh. oh, George. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. That's cool. just battery going low there. I should plug it in. What was it like being on the road after being sidelined for so long? I'll tell you what, the first show I played out of out of the pandemic, um, wow, man, uh, it was like such a relief that because I really wasn't sure how people were going to react to it and not the music I meant to the pandemic. You know, is everybody going to treat you like, you know, you got cooties and they don't want to touch you or, you know, are are people going to, you know, be excited about going back to shows again? And you know what the response that I found was that 90 percent of the people were just so happy to get back to, you know, to the music. And the first couple shows were sold out. So, it, you know what I mean? Um, So I want to say that I was just so happy to get back on stage you know you know i mean it's it's a depressing thing for everybody i mean you guys got probably had to deal with some of that on your own you know um you know you lock yourself in your house and you know uh, you're spending your birthday there your christmas and your you know vacation you know the stuff that you're doing you just don't do no you know so i mean i was me i was elated to get back out you know and I, i feel like everybody was and the energy was there you know so, yeah, that's how. What that a went. feeling! I, I, you know, that must have been an amazing feeling, because, but also kind of scary at the same time. Like, like when you first like got on stage, you must have been a little bit like, "Holy shit, this is happening!" Yeah, <laughs> you know, like any nerves. I, look for me personally, and I can only speak for me. Like, if I don't get nervous, I'm gonna quit music. Fair enough. You know, it's kind of like, uh, let's see, do you guys go skiing or anything like that? No, but I, I, I get the thing. I get your analogy. Yeah. You know, just when you're about to jump off the mountain into the water or that bungee jump, you know, you get that butter butterfly feeling in your stomach and, you, right. you know, I got to have that. It makes me feel alive. You yeah, know? man. 
Absolutely. If I didn't feel that, I would probably wouldn't do it. It'd probably feel like a job. Right. Right. And then you just do something else. Correct. Probably something <laughs> well, more you can make a lot more money, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, you so, mean there's not a, there's not millions of dollars in the music business anymore? All right. I'll tell this secretly on your podcast. <laughs> no. Wow, <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. Here first. Yep. <laughs> here first. There's not millions of dollars in the music business right now. Yeah. yeah. That's At funny. least not in the music where that where it matters. I'll walk out with a stack of cash like this and I walk home with a stack of cash like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw a meme once. How do you give it? How do you make a man lose five thousand dollars? You give him five thousand dollars and send him to Guitar Center. Yeah, <laughs> right. definitely make him lose. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like expensive guitars myself. So. <laughs> what are you playing right now? Uh, I'm currently playing Spectre. I yeah. play Spectre pieces. Uh, I'm endorsed by Spectre. Thank you, Spectre. And uh, so, you know, I got a couple uh, real expensive Spectre, uh, including a um, handcrafted American made uh, with um, actually the inlays or, or pearl inlays that say Disciples of Verity on the. Uh, on oh, the, oh, wow. Really? They nice. For me, which hey. is. Just can't thank them enough. What, what, pick, what pickups do you have in there? I use EMG X's. Oh, cool. So bright and gnarly. They are. And I also have the dark glass um, preamp in it, which gives it that growl. Um, oh, I love that thing. We're familiar with, with, oh, so you are familiar with the dark glass? Oh, 100%. Stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm a recording mix engineer. That's what I do. Oh, I, awesome. I, I actually use the Near DSP. They have the, the dark glass plug-in. Sure. And yeah. then they, they also have the, uh, why it's, they have a bass plugin and I can't remember the name of it, but I use it all the time. Parallax. Yep. Yeah. That I go to right there. Parallax. Parallel X. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's love so that. good. I love the DSP stuff. I've been using them actually. So since you're a recording nerd like me, because <laughs> <He is. laughs> uh, I am a complete recording nerd. Um, secret. Ready? Yeah. You hear first. Need a single amp on this fucking record. Oh, good. <laughs> That's his thing. I love it. Neural DSP. Which oh. one were you using? Granifier? No, I mean, I think there is some of the uh, the Gojira plugin on it. Oh, God, what a plugin. See, I got three of them on there. Uh, what, a, what is the, uh, the Fortin? Oh, yeah. Uh, I got the Fortin one, and um, so all these companies I'm plugging, I will expect to check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want my address? Just DM me. Uh, so yeah, so I'm using the Parallel Extra Bass. I use the the Neural DSP stuff for the guitars um, as well. All, all it's all Neural DSP, right? Yeah. So, um, Man, yeah. th that Gojira plugin for me was like a major step up in amp simulation quality. I just couldn't, the first time I, I turned it on, I was just like, 
what the hell am I listening to? I agree with you. I just, I, I can't agree with you anymore. That was a game fucking changer. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's got to be for many musicians and many people who use it, because I got to tell you guys that I must have had every single goddamn guitar simulator plug-in that they make on the fucking market. Yeah. And nothing touches that, in my opinion. No, you know? not not even close. My and amp I'm sim, still not getting a check from them. My amp sim list is about <laughs> is about this big. You know, it's like I probably have fifty or sixty different versions of plugins. You know, from amplitude to STL tones yeah. to everything. Yep. And the only thing I use is Gojira. That's it. You, you don't need nothing else at this point. No. In, Unless, of course, uh, you know, maybe they want to make a plug-in section with my name on it or something. <laughs> I feel like this is an infomercial for George. Yeah. <laughs> it should be. I'm really not trying to plug all these companies. Yeah. So are you using Pro Tools or what are you using? I use Pro Tools, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I love Pro Tools. Yeah. I, uh, you know, here's another funny uh fact right so when i started recording this record before i recorded this record uh because i did record it all too i haven't this is the first record i've ever recorded wow wow yeah amazing where did you cut the where did you cut the drums uh we did those in three different locations believe it or not um we did them with uh Eric Rachel in New Jersey. And then we did it at uh, this other studio in North Jersey. Gosh, I wish I remembered the name, guy's name. Sorry, guy. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> and then with uh, this other producer, uh, engineer that I worked with in South Jersey, Charlie Berezanski, who's, uh, who does a lot of the stuff for me. He, he mixes for me. And, um, you know, I've been working with him on a lot of material because I do other stuff too, right? Yeah. And, you know, Charlie's my dude. So um, he's at uh, Rival Sound Studios in South Jersey. Nice. He's a close friend. He's also in that band Vexes. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No, cool. Anything uh, else, Chris? I, no, I could go tech talk all day, but I'll. Yes, I'll... we could. <laughs> <laughs> we could that all day, Chris. Oh my god, I'm such a geek. Like me too, bro. Man, I just went off on plugins over the pandemic because I was like, what else am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah. nice. like, you know, me being a fat kid with cake. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's next for uh, Disciples of Verity? What do you have on the uh on the docket? Well, I mean, uh we might do a couple like small little runs in november but we're going back out in january um i know we're doing the 14th through the 23rd right now we have some makeup dates that we had to make up uh unfortunately due to some scheduling conflicts with living color so um we had to make up a few dates so that right now is on the docket for uh january 13th through the 24th or 14th through the 23rd one of those two uh, anyway, we, you know, we're going to play, uh, I think we got to play Saginaw, Michigan and uh, Westland, Michigan and Bradley, Illinois. And we're going to play uh, cold as hell. 
Right? January in the Midwest. <laughs> Thanks for fucking reminding me, Bruce. Hey, you know, you know, off. you know, yeah. it's colder than that. Touring Canada We're, in January. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's, he's got that, that in is. February. That is when they show up to the shows with a, with a snowmobile. <laughs> it, those dudes are hardcore up there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and they got a cold beer. Like, hey, little hey. cold. Yep. God bless Here's him. Enough. <laughs> All right. That's it, Chris. I, I don't have anything else, man. I really appreciate you taking the time with us today. It it was an honor to chat with you, especially because we got to talk geek talk for a bit. Bruce Absolutely. Bruce usually clamps down on that with me. So. Does he? Or I get up and leave and come back or you know. Yeah. I don't blame you, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for taking up that kind of valuable time. Thank you, awesome. my friend. I'll share one more thing tech with you. I don't know if you I don't know if you've used this plugin before. It's the TSE BOD. It's like it's a model of the boss bass distortion pedal. Okay. And it's totally free. And it's uh-huh. the best. Like Parallax is great if you really want it grindy, but the yeah. boss one gives you that nice overdrive. It's really yeah. good. The BOD one? Yeah, yeah. TSE. It's a free plugin. If you just search up oh, TSE. The TSE plugin. You but do? I, don't, I don't have the boss pedal one. You know which one I got is the Tube Screamer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From TSE. It's I also good. It, what do they call it? The Green Machine or the Green Overdrive or some shit like that? I, I can't remember. It's but, the Tube one. Yeah, but one, if that one sounds great, that was actually the first one that I was like dialing in with with a couple of other uh, um, cab sims. You yeah. know, at TSE. All right, I'll check that out though. It's Definitely. A, it's a great plugin. I've I've been getting the best bass tones of my life with that thing. So good. I feel the same way with the uh, Parallel X. Though. I feel like I yeah, I feel that but too. New version of the Parallel X because it just came out with one. Yeah, I, I they kind of had a mess up with that one because it, the first release it screwed yeah. up a bunch of stuff, but they fixed it now and it's it's good. It's really yeah, good. yeah. Nice. Got the tuner on it now, which is to me another game changer. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Hey, what an idea! Let's tune. <laughs> the rest of the on there the rest of the plugins do yeah. it took me a while to get that one yeah all, all right, right man. time any longer thank thank you thank so you much for man. taking the time and making it work i appreciate it hey thank you guys appreciate you and Be keep well. us updated with shows and stuff so we can share it whenever uh whenever they happen no doubt all right you got man. it Be well right. we'll see you soon you too Thanks. bro take care yeah bye-bye Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny, streaming everywhere now.